time once again for another episode of Georgia Business Radio. Broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel studios in Atlanta. And now here's your host, Rich Casanova. All right, all right. We are locked and loaded for another exciting episode of Georgia Business Radio. Rich Casanova here alongside our guest, Rick Walker. Uh, Rick, uh, we met you uh, recently at the World Trade Day here in Atlanta and uh, invited you. You did such a great job for a stand-up interview. We thought we need to have this guy in the studio, right? Yes Yes or yes? That's absolutely right. <laughs> so pleasure here to uh, welcome you to our, our Pro Business Channel studios here in Buckhead. We had a lot of ground to cover. Very uh, interesting conversation before we went on the air as well as at the event. Rick has talked a little bit about your background before we jump into the main event, which is a huge event coming here in October in Atlanta for what is known as GAMA, right? Which stands for? It's the Georgia Automotive Manufacturers Correct. Association. Correct, sir. Mm-hmm. That's what it says on my show notes. Oh. So it must be right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, so Rick, first, before we get into uh, to GAMA and the Georgia Automotive Manufacturing, which is, we'll, we'll do a quick plug for it. So that's October 3rd through the 5th here in Atlanta. And that's being held uh, where? It's at the Cobb Galleria Convention Center in Atlanta. And you're going to have lots of people. We'll, we'll give you some of the stats and more details on that in just a second. So um, according to your LinkedIn profile, if it is correct, you have quite an extensive background in IP, intellectual property, um, in patent and trademarks. Tell us a little about that background. You're um, 14 years in that space, at least, right? That's right. Right. Started in a very uh, traditional way as a lawyer with an associate at a big law firm in Detroit, became a partner, then uh, had a very successful series of, of lawsuits for a client, and they, okay. hired, they hired me away. Right. So they I was were... with them for 14 years. <laughs> wow. Um, so they liked it so much as to bring you on board. Right. And was that all up in New York then? or um... All in Detroit. Detroit. Okay. Yeah. Um, and how, so how long down here in Atlanta now? Been in Atlanta since 2006. Okay. All right. So, so tell us a story or two, or like give us, you know, a snippet of experience as a, a trademark attorney. What are some things that people uh, generally oversee, or one of the misperceptions, or about copyrights and all those issues? Yeah. One of the uh, the best stories I have is with the company that I joined. Okay. Uh, right. The invention was a uh, an assembly of coil springs, basically mechanically fastened to a metal stamping. That product revolutionized automatic transmissions. Wow. Made millions for that company. Dang. The the guy who invented it became CEO of the company. Right. Uh, and it was licensed worldwide. It was a true invention story. Wow. I could, I could show it to people here, but oh. too bad it's radio, <laughs> right? right? Like, you got, we'll uh, show it later in the uh, in the video. So now, um, so Coil Springs, that wasn't the, for mattresses. It's for the automotive, right? <laughs> they were small, about yeah. one inch. Oh, wow. Uh, one inch tall. I mean, it's just amazing the widgets that go around, you know, our lives all the time. And you don't think about all the people and the, the resources to, to uh, bring that to the marketplace. And I'm sure uh, maybe on another episode, you'll talk about some flip side of trademarks where people are, don't get it copyrighted, don't do all the check all the boxes um, and they're left, you know, penniless or up a creek. That's right. right? Once it's sometimes when it's when it's out in the public, it's gone. It's, wow. like, uh, it's like toothpaste. Once it's out of the tube, right. I put it back in. <laughs> All right. I like that analogy. Okay. So let's jump into current day now. So um, so you are the uh, actually the founder, uh, CEO, and uh, president of, as we mentioned, Gamma, the Georgia Automotive Manufacturers Association. So eight years now, at least, right? That's correct. So how? What, tell us, um, before we get into some of uh, the goings on here, how did that come about? There, It was an entrepreneurial uh, pursuit of mine. I, I, I there was no Georgia Automotive Manufacturers Association. That sounds crazy. But there was one in Alabama, really? in Tennessee, in Mississippi, and I figured Georgia needed one, so yeah. I formed it. Wow. And uh, have been, you know, running with it ever since, and it's uh, the growth has been very steady. So you're the dude <laughs> behind uh, that, yeah, behind that brand. Thank you. Um, 
Yeah, it is. You'd think like um, as long as cars have been on the road, somebody would have came up with this idea, right? And how many, I don't know if you know offhand, would you guesstimate how many other states have a similar association ballpark? It's primarily in the South. Okay. We have associations like this one. There, there's a really good one in Michigan called I would think so, Mish, yeah. Mish Auto. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're very closely connect, connected with the Detroit Chamber, as you might, might Yeah, expect. the Motor City. and. But in the uh, standalone independent trade association, it's basically the southern states huh. of uh, Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, Georgia, and Kentucky and South Carolina also have one. What about Florida? Not yet. They're always on vacation. So not yet. <laughs> yeah, and, and Texas is going to yeah. have one as well. So, so what do you attribute that to? Why not some of the other states? It's because of the concentration of the success of the auto industry here in the last huh. 15, 20 years. And the, um, for Georgia specifically, the, the expansion of the Savannah port, right? That's part of it, but it, it mainly keyed uh, to the location of Kia here. When Kia okay. uh, brought its plant here in West Point, uh, it just changed the nature of the industry. Suppliers had already been in the in Georgia area servicing right. BMW to the north, Mercedes to the, to the west and south. So it was just a manner of organizing all those. Well, that's what I was going to say. Similar to, um, was it Spartanburg, South Carolina for uh, BMW? Correct. Yeah. So they have an association. They do. They, okay. uh, yes. All right. So now, um, meanwhile, back in Georgia. Um, so the backstory of this event. So eight years ago, tell us, um, you know, your first event, what that looked like, uh, how many people, you know, where was it held? And we'll run through the clock real quick up to current day. That's a perfect question. We haven't rehearsed this <laughs> yeah, part. I know, right. Okay. So I told you this big Southern Automotive Conference, conference will be at Cobb Galleria. Right, right. My very first meeting was at Cobb Galleria. I got one small boardroom <laughs> and one meeting room to hold about 60 people. Wow. And as I was walking by the exhibit halls, I asked, will that floor hold a car if sometime in the future I want to have a big trade show here? Yeah. And they said, yes, sir, it will. So here I am, eight wow. years later, back at Cobb Galleria, having a meeting there, and we're probably going to have 20 cars on the floor. Yeah, it's it's funny you mentioned that because we did an event there a while back and um, we have a partnership with um, Azul Motorsports. And so they have a couple of race cars with our logo you know, wrapped around it. And so we, we brought it to the Cobb Gallery and they were able to somehow configure it like in the, you know, in the conference uh, center, you know, not even in the exhibit hall. But we had a, a seminar wow. and it was on the floor. Yeah, it's, it's kind of uh, mind blowing. But um, impressive. So uh, so where else was it held? Birmingham. You had a show there as well. Right. Or. Right. The, uh, the Southern Automotive Conference has been going on uh, for, this is the 11th year. Okay. Last year, it was in Birmingham, Alabama, the uh, the 10th year. Right. Uh, it was a, a rousing success last year. Uh, it broke all the records. Uh, they had about 1,200 uh, registrants. They had about 180 exhibit booths. They would have had more, but we sold out in August wow. uh, for an October show. So Jeez. The, uh, the momentum is with us, and that's one of the reasons we're calling our show Forward Momentum. So that's the theme for this year? That's ongoing? And so, yeah, as you mentioned, last year, uh, about 1,200 attendees sold out. And then, so you started from 60 people in a conference room to now this year, fast forward, it's October 3rd through the 5th at the Cobb Gallery, as you mentioned, uh, 1,800 attendees you're anticipating. Yeah. Now, this is a little different. This is really a, the Southern Automotive Conference is put together by mainly four states. So it's Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, and Georgia, who are the primary uh, hosts. Right. And it rotates among those four states. South Carolina and Kentucky also participate. Right. But the, the template that we use for that three-day show is pretty much the way it started 11 years ago. Okay. And the show has rotated. I'm not sure exactly where it started. It may have started in Alabama. Right. Uh, but it's been in Alabama. It's been in Mississippi. It's been in, in uh, Tennessee and Nashville. But never in California. <laughs> never in California and never before in Georgia. So oh, really? Is, it's the first time in Atlanta ever. Wow. 
So that's why we're very excited to have it here. So, um, so talk to us. Um, so who are the folks that attend this? Uh, talk to us about the profile of the attendees, if you will. Basically all the automotive movers and shakers. Okay. So we'd like to think we'll have top executives, top financial people, suppliers at all various levels. So in the auto industry, you have OEMs, which are the original mm-hmm. equipment manufacturers, the uh, the Kias, the, the Mercedes, the Porsches, those companies. And then you have what are called tier ones, which are the suppliers right below them okay. that make assemblies, full instrument clusters, full seat assemblies, things like that, that they just drop right into a vehicle at the assembly. Wow. Point. And then you have tier two suppliers and tier three suppliers who feed parts up the food chain. Right. So think of a tier, tier three as somebody who makes a, uh, oh, a tachometer or right. something yeah, yeah. like that. <laughs> uh, they send it to the next person up who maybe makes the, the cluster. Right. The tier one supplier does the cluster with the, uh, the fully padded instrument panel yeah. and all the wiring that comes out. So then Kia can just drop it right into a car. It is. Uh, I've never really seen that process. I've only heard about it, but it's fascinating. Um, you know, another thing we kind of take for granted when we just buy a car off the lot, you know, it just you figure it's just one assembly process at a plant. But we actually were interviewing a while back. We had in the studio the general counsel for uh, Canada, um, and they were explaining the process between the uh, well, they were talking about NAFTA, but the um, the process from Detroit to Canada and that that vehicle, the moving parts to make it happen, travels seven times back and forth. The oh. the moving parts until it actually is, is finally produced. I was not aware of that. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's just uh, things you don't think about. So um, so now let's so so that's kind of a profile for the attendees. Talk to us about the exhibitors of um, who would be exhibiting, and, and you're looking at upwards of about three hundred or oh, about three hundred exhibitors yeah. from you know from the early days of just sixty people in a room. Right. right. So we have laid out the floor. This is as of Monday. Okay. For about three hundred and thirty exhibitors. Wow. And they're going to include the attendees as well. So we'll have people there who are maybe site selection companies. Okay. So people who are with the OEMs or large tier ones, multi-billion companies, looking for a new place to put their plant. Wow. We want them to to know that the South is the place to be. Right. So please look favorably. Yeah. uh, Georgia, (laughs) Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, and the success of our states just speaks for itself. So we haven't spoken about this, but when you mentioned um, they're looking at site locations, so are government entities involved in... um, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, everybody's trying to bring Amazon here, but any business to Georgia from the Commissioner of Economic Development, I mean, did any of those people get involved or um, or is it on their radar? Absolutely. And we're very blessed to have their full support in this. That's the Georgia Department of Economic Development. Right, right. That is, uh, in fact, they're going to have a, a major welcoming exhibit booth. Oh, really? Right next to our registration area. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, I- we are very fortunate to have their support. I feel like a mind reader. I'm, I'm actually uh, really, really good at my job because I'm asking you questions we didn't talk about or not in the show notes anywhere, right? Exactly. Okay, so um, now you were talking about the exhibitors. You have sponsors. Who, who are some of the, drop some of those names. or uh, And what does a sponsor look to get, get out of the event? To us, our sponsors are the lifeblood Absolutely. Of, the, uh, of the event. Kia is our premier sponsor. Okay. Uh, they've been very generous in supporting us and, and leading us to recognize what are the key issues to OEMs in this industry. Right. And uh, just if I digress for one second, sure. uh, one key concern is workforce development. And Kia has been very helpful in helping us focus on that. And with their guidance, uh, we're going to have a special area of the show floor called our Workforce Development Zone where we're going to have live demonstrations by students 
with little, it's the Society of Automotive uh, Engineers, little cars, little wooden cars with balloons on them. And the engineering factor is how big should that aperture be where the balloon is blowing air out? And how do you lubricate the tires and things like that? So that's going to be exciting. Where I just had a meeting. Is that the innovation zone we were talking about? No, that's, okay, that's, that's right next to it. That's, okay. that's well, the workforce tease, development. So. We're going to talk about that in a second. That's pretty exciting. So yeah. this is where you have some of the... Um, younger crowd that's involved in this, you're saying? We're going to have students there okay. demonstrating the need that the, the companies currently have for a educated workforce. So we're reaching down to, to basically grade school, middle school, oh, wow. high school levels to, to show that we need to tell people it's a great industry to have a career in. Yeah. Uh, you can, you know, drive a sports car. It's, it's, just, it's, right. it's, it's just fun. So, Big time. Yeah. And I just came from a meeting with uh, Georgia Quick Start, which is the uh, training group ranked number one uh, right. in, in, in the U.S. for training the workforce for companies relocating to Georgia or locating Georgia for really? the first time. They did a knockout job for, uh, for Kia uh, as well as for some far- pharma companies, tire companies. Uh, so they're going to be a big player in our workforce development zone okay. as well Alabama. Mississippi, Tennessee, right, South right. Carolina, and uh, Kentucky. Yeah, we don't want to leave our neighbors out, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> we want people to come to the South. Yeah, although you're the founder of the, uh, the you know, the Georgia Association, this is uh, as we mentioned the Southern Automotive Conference. So I'm looking at also, uh, you know, have quite a f- number of other big name sponsors involved from Dale Carnegie, which is kind of interesting. Big CPA firm as well listed here. Mm-hmm. So uh, how many of these people have you know have um, been along with you along the ride, so to speak? Have there been any kind of longstanding? Partners? It's funny you should mention it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you, you look at that list, and uh, the Rome, Georgia Chamber of Commerce has been with me since oh, day wow. one. The law firm of Consanji Brooks has been with me from okay. day one. I mean, actually, lunch or breakfast meetings, just when I had that first twinkle in my eye. Right, mind. right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and uh, great support, as I said, from the state of Georgia. Nice. That's awesome. I mean, that speaks to what you're uh, doing and delivering. So, we mentioned the location, the date. So, now let's talk about a bit of a teaser here that you, you uh, dropped on me before we went on air here. This Is is this something new that you we talked about the Innovation Zone, first time for this year, or hybrid, or what have you done in the past? Or the, Last year was the first time there was okay. an Innovation Zone. It was very well received. Uh, this year, we're trying to make it even better. Right. Uh, in the auto industry, we talk about something called continuous improvement. Okay. You always try to make it better, incrementally. All the time. Right, you right. wake up every morning right. thinking that. How can, How I can you it tweak it? Yeah. So that's what we're doing this year. So the innovation zone is going to be bigger. Siemens is one of our premier sponsors right. in that area. They're wow. bringing in big display that's about 10 feet by 10 feet of moving parts for a digital factory. Okay. They're going to have another display in front of that and other panels that show other portions of the digital factory and their control system. So we're very excited about that. I mean, that's a genius idea. I can see where you, this is something you can carry on at, at all the shows because, um, you know, you have the core sponsors, the core exhibitors, the core, the moving parts that are uh, are always going to be part of the you know the automotive industry, if you will, right? Yes. Um, but it's the innovation, it's the new technology. So the innovation is what's trending, what's new, what's kind of innovative, what's what's on the the cusp, like you said. And you have on the on the notes here, prepare to be wowed. So uh, you got now you got to live up to that expectation, well, right? <laughs> if you've had little uh, robots that look like R two D two run around that floor, and uh, or even robots like we were talking about earlier, yeah. that, that pull equipment through the assembly plants. Right. Uh, no drivers, no forklifts uh, in a lot of areas. And and uh, this is current uh, day technology actually That's in right. place, right? Yes. It's not just um, concepts. That's correct. Yeah. And then this idea of the autonomous vehicle, you're going to have some demos of that? We're planning that. We're working with uh, AT&T okay. Mobility and right. we're planning to get what they call a buck, which is a dem- demonstration of a cockpit. 
Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, and it, that will, we'll hopefully have that in the innovation zone as well. But one of the things it might feature is a cockpit for a car without a steering wheel. So that's well, what's coming. <laughs> that, right, yeah. <laughs> it might be 2025 or 2030, but it, it, it's coming. Right. So again, you're listening to Georgia Business Radio. Rich Casanova here, your host alongside Rick Walker. He is the uh, founder of uh, Gamma, and we're talking about the Southern Automotive Conference happening here in October. So that's the um, third, that's Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So give us a quick uh, snapshot of what each of those days will look like. Sure. Uh, we start out, in addition to exhibitor setup and registrations, we have a, a meeting of all the directors of okay. the uh, six states that I've referred to before. Right. Uh, we call that our joint board meeting. Following that, we have a special reception of just special sponsors who drop in and meet the directors. Following that, we have a VIP reception. Okay. And that would be for the joint board members, sponsors, exhibitors, and others uh, who have really made the show work. And that's uh, all Wednesday evening? It's Wednesday evening. Okay. We're also going to have a welcome reception for everybody that comes. Uh, right. Cobb uh, Travel and Tourism is helping us with yeah. that. Yeah, because you have tra- people traveling from those six states. Um, and Actually, you have- all over the world. Okay. Yep. Wow. Because yeah, those are just the six states involved, but so from around the, the country, but you have some foreign people coming in from other countries as well. A lot. We've always had a lot of wow. foreign, uh, foreign visitors. What and do you attribute that to? Well, it's the automotive industry is international. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this year we're really trying to focus on that and something we call international pavilions. Okay. Where we're trying to bring in groups of companies from a, a certain country, give them a discount on exhibiting, right. and set them up in a designated area, drop a banner over them, and call it a pavilion. Right, right. Uh, the the uh, group called Jetro, which is the Japanese trade organization, right. was very successful with that last year. They are doubling their participation this year is what they're forecasting. And it's ironic. If you look at pictures of our booth at the World Trade Day, at our booth, actually, they were um, had displays of international flags from around the country. Our booth had the Japan flag at our table when we Perfect. did the interview with you, right? Perfect. So uh, a shout out to uh, those people who were, you know, because we're live streaming and broadcasting around the world, you know, you can uh, share this with that audience as well. So I know um, after this, I'm looking at the website as well and the opportunity here. So we'll roll through the other two days. So then we talked about the opening uh, ceremonies and, and the special events on Wednesday. So so Thursday and Friday, pretty much all day, full packed, both uh, days? Thursday's a full day. Friday's a half day. Okay. Thursday is the day that has most of the meat on the bone. Yeah, it yeah. starts with a networking breakfast. We're there. I, I t- tell our members all the time, I'm happiest if people are walking out of my meeting with business, doing right. deals, right. either at the meeting or in the parking lot. It's just That's why we really exist. So on Thursday, we have... We'll have a, a video of all the presidents talking about their states. Right. We'll have uh, keynote speakers. Uh, we'll have breakout sessions on very timely topics. Uh, midday, we have what I call the uh, Stars of Southern Manufacturing Luncheon, which is to honor people who work in the plants. Okay. We find, you won't believe, uh, the great people that are out there. They're Renaissance people. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, they're, not only are they good, good workers, right, yeah. but they're active in their churches. Boy Scouts, they, right? Yeah, they paint, they they dance, they do music. Right, yeah, it's just, it's, yeah. They're absolutely all of them have fascinating <laughs> stories. Whatever, and exactly. It, and yeah, we honor them for lunch. And That's awesome. Afternoon, we have uh, another couple of keynotes, and we have more breakout sessions. And then Thursday night is our. Uh, it's going to be a fabulous gala reception. It's at the Coca Cola Roxy Theater we, oh, okay. uh, in the Battery. The, we were the, just there. The, were you? Yeah, it's a fascinating yeah. venue. Yes. Wow. We'll be there Thursday night, uh, and then Friday we roll into. Uh, special sessions again. We have 
uh, a networking breakfast. Uh, we're hoping to have the governor there first thing on wow. Friday morning, followed by another keynote. And uh, we're hoping to have some press releases there of new product announcements or other great things going on in any of our states. And well, then we have something called the Innovation Test Track, which really? is like Shark Tank. Right, okay. I mean, it's like Shark Tank. Right, yeah. you got to realize I'm a trademark <laughs> attorney, so yeah, it's just <laughs> like it. Exactly, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but it's the same general format. Okay. So we have automotive-specific uh, inventions and new new company concepts that uh, basically are they present they're right. judged and one becomes a winner. You should call it I don't know the shark shop since you, the, you know car automotive shops or whatever or something I don't know yeah. yeah um, we'll think about that. yeah. So you you mentioned uh, you t- teed up uh, something here for me. You mentioned press being on site. I know uh, we're going to have a conversation. We're excited about the possibilities potential being on site with you guys helping covering some of the event. And I know we have uh, a shout out to Jody Rosen's in the studio right now. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna make things happen. Jody, it's on you, man, to uh, to uh, make this happen. So uh, we'd love to be involved and and uh, just make sure all the right parts and pieces are in place to uh to be there and help uh you know promote the event and, and broadcast and all that good stuff so we'll definitely look forward to that conversation so um so this was this is a bit tell us about this um this write-up in the sort of automotive alliance so this just came out and uh you have a full page article written about yourself and the event it talks about your background and uh working with the ford motor company stint as an engineer i mean you we probably could do a, write a book about all your what you've done in the past. You're very kind. <laughs> so, how did this come about? This uh, this piece. Well, let me give you a background on the magazine. Okay, yeah. It's the Southern Automotive Alliance magazine, published by a firm in Birmingham called PMT Publishing. That's important because they also have a very strong meeting planning division. Okay. Who ran the Southern Automotive Conference last year? All and right. They're helping me run it again this year. Nice. So, as a plus. Yeah. They have a magazine that's about a little over two years old now, maybe, mm-hmm. and it features key stories in the automotive industry. It has a section called Faces of the Industry, which I was featured in in the last art, our last uh, version. It talks about plants. It talks about uh, updates on the various state activities. It has information on factories, relocation. It is becoming the go-to magazine for the southern automotive industry. Wow, I, I can I can see that just just glancing over the content in there. Um, all right, so we're about out of, running out of time here, just about ready to close things up. So talk to us about um, what are some stats you have a fact sheet right here. What have we? Uh, what, what would you want to leave any uh, points that we didn't cover on here as far as the event? Oh, how do? Well, I had two quick questions. Uh, is one how do people register? But also, do you what sponsorship opportunities do you still have um, available? Right, right. Our our website is Southern Auto. Con.com. That's Southern, the way you might spell mm-hmm. it, typically Auto. spell it. Auto, A-U-T-O, and then Con. Con, C-O-N. for conference. Yep, okay. Com. Uh, and that website has been up and running for the last three months very successfully. Yeah, it looks awesome. Um, it's got a countdown clock, 16 weeks, 6 days, 10 hours, 41 minutes, and 22 seconds as of uh, this recording. Good. Now, <laughs> I'm, now I'm really starting to sweat. <laughs> I know the pressure, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's going to be a great event. The uh, other stats, like I said, we're... Hoping to ramp up to 1,800 attendees, which will be a record ever. Hoping to ramp up to about 330 exhibitors. Uh, our sponsors are on track to, to provide for a really great experience for right. everybody. I want everybody to leave the Southern Automotive, Automotive Conference thinking, I'm going to sound like a lawyer now, but for <laughs> coming to the Southern Automotive Conference, they would never have had that life-changing experience. 
if you're in this industry, this is in your wheelhouse. This is absolutely the place to be. They can get tickets there. It looks like you have some offerings for students, some early bird registrations. And then so, but we want to close with, give us your best pitch of why someone would want to uh, sponsor and what sponsor opportunities you still have remaining. Because it looks like you've already sold the primary or the uh, premier partnership. Right. So what what else is available? We have various sponsorship levels, uh, anywhere from twenty five hundred up to twenty five thousand or thirty five thousand, still yeah. available. Uh, you get varying degrees of speaking opportunities, publicity, full page to factional pages, ads in the Southern Automotive Alliance magazine, and we will take care of you. It's just uh, it's our commitment to our yeah. sponsors. I am I am the connector, okay, uh, and I will walk people over and make introductions. That's what I do. And my staff does the same thing, the people at PMT Publishing. We're all committed to making this the best event possible for our sponsors and our exhibitors. We carpeted the whole floor in the exhibit area wow. just for our exhibitors this time. Dang. We, we are responsive. <laughs> you don't expect that in yeah, an automotive show, yeah. So it is. That's a that's a great range of offerings there, and then uh, so some of that can involve speaking on some of the panels and so forth. Or um, it's usually going to be introducing a panel. Oh, okay. Uh, we we try to go for content first yeah, yeah. Okay. with a, a panelist or a speaker. If it coincides with a sponsor, that's sure, fine. Yeah. But we really drive for content. But obviously, they get a booth and for the Absolutely. two or three days and all that good stuff. Yeah. Yes. Cool. All right, Rick. Well, um, it was a pleasure having you in the studio and, and continuing the conversation from uh, where we met you at the event. How many, t- not roughly how many tickets have you sold or what, where do most people buy the tickets closer to the uh, the time of the event or? I think you're right. If you remember the old fashioned bell curve. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, so we're, <laughs> we're ramping up uh, to the bell curve. Okay. We expect tickets, greatest ticket sales will probably occur in August. Yeah. Uh, bridging to September. Uh, that's probably going to be at least 50% of the sales right then. But yeah. we, are, we are ahead of last year's pace uh, oh, right okay. now. Nice. Good to hear. All right. Well, thanks again. And uh, we'll look forward to um, to seeing you at the event and uh, much continued success efforts and endeavors here. So Rich Casanova, once again, for the Pro Business Channel uh, and Georgia Business Radio. Thank you again for joining Rich Casanova and our guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of Georgia Business Radio.